finisher of our faith great and mighty God the one that changes everything but has never and will never change father we appreciate you thank you Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. All right. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. still our year of establishment and um, I know God is doing something great in our life I told us establishment you must give attention to foundation so a lot of us the Lord is structuring the foundations of our life our business our finance and our marriage. A good evening, good evening, good evening. And I pray that we will, we will allow God to finish what He has begun in our life. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus, say tonight I thank you for your mercies and your faithfulness. Good evening. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for healing me. 
Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for bringing me this far. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, thank you for your mercies. I thank you for your grace. Can you lift your voice one moment and intentionally give God praise? Intentionally give God praise. Intentionally give God praise. Intentionally, intentionally give him praise. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Omnipotent God. Jehovah Rofeka. Jireh, we thank you. 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 Father, we thank you. And we say we are grateful. In Jesus' name. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Tonight I ask for your mercy. Cleanse me from my sins, conscious and unconscious. I ask for mercy. Cleanse me, Lord. Lift your voice in prayer and ask God to cleanse you from every impurities, conscious and unconscious. Wash me clean, Lord. Wash me clean, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Purify me, Lord. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. Amen and amen. All right, quickly, I want us to consider something in scriptures very quick and let's pray and go as God to help us. First Samuel 30, we read from verse 1 to 6 and we skip from verse 11 to 18. First Samuel chapter 6, we read from 1 to 6. Then we skip from verse 11 down to 18. All right. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag. And smitten Ziklag and burnt it down with fire, and had taken the women captives that were daring, and they slew not any, neither great nor small, but carried them away and went on their way. All right, let's go. All right, so David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelite and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people speak of stoning him. Because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord 
his God. I pray somebody tonight that you will be encouraged in the Lord your God. Whatever crisis, whatever difficulty in your life, encourage yourself. Every time you read your Bible, always do well to find the principles and the body of truth encapsulated in scriptures. So the scripture we just read, we saw David in a daily man. The normal thing to do was to cry, which David cried until he couldn't cry. Every other person cried. The Bible said it got to a point David encouraged himself in the Lord. There come a time in your life nobody can encourage you. There come a time in your life nobody can advise you. Advise yourself. Encourage yourself. God is going to come through. Now let's continue from verse 11 down to 18. And they found an Egyptian in the field. Let's pay attention now. They found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread. And he did eat and they made him drink water and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. Please note this part because it's very important to what we are talking about tonight. All right. Verse 13, And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me, because three days are gone, I fell sick. Pay attention, please. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cheritite, and upon the coast which belonged to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. All right, let's go, 15. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down? to this company and he said swear unto me by God that thou will will neither kill me nor bring nor deliver me into the hand of my master and I will bring thee down to this company and when he had brought him down behold they were spread abroad upon all the earth eating and drinking dancing because of all the great spoils that they are taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. Alright, 17 and 18. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man, a man of them, save 400 young men, which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. Whatever you have ever lost in your life, tonight you will recover them. Nothing will be left. Tonight you recover them. Nothing will be left. Nothing. When I mean nothing, I mean nothing, nothing will be left. Experience total recovery. Experience total recovery. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord restore your lost. The Lord restore your lost.
in Jesus' name, I call it done. Amen and amen. All right. Now, we are talking about, is our year of establishment. It is important that we understand the components necessary for establishment. I told us establishment speaks of building, setting up, um, raising a structure. All right. Okay. Now, tonight we are looking at establishment through kindness. Establishment through kindness. Establishment through kindness. What is kindness? Kindness is to be helpful to someone. If you can hear me, I want you to declare it with me. Let me be sure you're following. Say establishment through kindness. Establishment through kindness. All right, so let's flow. Kindness is to be helpful to someone. Kindness is putting others before you at that moment. The moment you are being kind, you are putting others before you. You are putting yourself second. Kindness is loving your neighbor as you love yourself. The Bible did not say love your neighbor more than yourself. He said love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I've told you again and again. If people don't treat you well, don't blame them. That is how they know how to treat themselves. If you disrespect me, I don't feel too bad because it means you don't also respect yourself. That is how life works. You might not know it, but it's the truth. If you respect yourself, you will respect other people. If you love yourself, you will love other people. Do you know? Do you know if you go to somebody's house and they feed you with nonsense? Before you get angry, check what they eat. It is possible they are eating double nonsense or triple nonsense. Hmm? So don't always feel bad. Oh, this person treated me this way. That could be the best of them. All right. So um, kindness is loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Kindness is tolerating other people's action and behavior. Kindness is tolerating other people's action and behavior. Kindness is forgiving under provocation. Forgiving, letting go. You are angry. The person is guilty. You are hurt. You know what this person has done is unpardonable. But you make up your mind to still let go. I pray that God will give us a heart of kindness even as we run through this scripture, anyone who has been broken, you have been lost, you have been hurt by one situation or the other, and you've lost the heart of kindness, may it be restored to you. And may God raise people to be kind to you also. God raise people to be kind unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kindness is a matter of the heart. Kindness is a matter of the heart. You don't fake it. If you don't have it, you are not. You don't pre- You can't pretend to be kind. It's a matter of the heart. 
the scripture we just read said David lost everything he had. He went to fight the war God sent him to. While he came home, he lost the wife, the two wives, lost the children, lost the property, including all the men with him. They cried and they cried. The main pain they had was not that they lost their wives and their properties. The main pain they had was that we God was the one that sanctioned us to where we went to. How will God send me to an errand and allow my family to be destroyed? I've said this to us two times this year. That God is with you does not mean you will not have problem. But the God with you means you will come out of that problem very victorious. That is what the God with you will always do for you. Problems will come. Challenge will come. So David and his friends or soldiers, they cried and they cried and they cried. And at a point, the Bible said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Every other person was crying. But one person chose to be different. Please, there is nothing wrong in being different. In that family, try to be different. And let your difference be for good, not for evil. In that company, try to be different. Everybody is stubborn. Try to be calm. Everybody is poor. Try to be the rich one. Everybody is always angry. Try to be the peacemaker. Try to be different. Try to be different. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Sometimes, even while you try to be different positively, it is your people that will fight you first because you look like you are strange. You're from a family where everybody um, goes to school. Now you say you want to be a business person. They will see you like a prodigal son or daughter, but try to be different when necessary. All right. So David summoned courage and encouraged himself in the Lord and asked Nathanael for Nathan, the prophet, for the ephod. We skip that because of time. And the ephod is an, an instrument used to consult God, to ask God questions. And David asked God, God, this is what has happened. Should we pursue them? God said, don't only pursue overtake and recover all. Now, skip down to verse 11. Why David and the men were going to capture the people that robbed them? Suddenly, they found a man in the wilderness who was dying. That was a three days and three nights. He had not eaten. And according to the man's statement, he was sick. All right? Said he had been sick for days. Okay. Now, look at the scenario now. David pursuing what was making him cry. David pursuing the wife, the children, to rescue them, abandoned his journey and began to feed a dying man. Don't forget I told you that kindness is putting others before you at that moment. All right? Putting others before you. It is not stupidity. David put the man before himself. And they began to feed the man, gave him water. The Bible said, when life came to him, they asked him, who are you? You read from verse 12, from verse 13. They asked him, who are you? Where are you from? Tell us your story. And the man said, I'm an Egyptian. I was taken by a man who I became a slave to. And the funny thing is that the same people that went to rob David, the same people that set David's house on fire, the same people that took the wife of David were the ones that abandoned the man. 
And now, David has met the same man. He's being kind to the man. You see what kindness can do? You see what kindness can do? Because the same man, if they were kind to him, they would not have left that young man there. So the young man said, we came to burn Zeke like David asked. Can you take me to those people? You see how wicked the master was? That the man said, please, just promise me. You will not give me back to my master. I will, I will show you everything. And David said, no problem. And the man took him and David killed every one of them. Kindness can preserve your life. Kindness would have saved their life if they had been good to that man. All right? If they have been good to them, listen, learn to be kind. It can help you get established this year. It can open doors for you. Everything. Sometimes after prayer, God will just allow a test to come before you. And somebody comes in your Father, prosper me. Oh God, in 24 hours, I want a miracle. I want a miracle. And you have no money. You are believing God for a financial breakthrough. And in the morning, 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., you get a knock on your door. You open the door. It's your neighbor. Say, please, I want Gary. You don't have money, but you have Gary. You have Gary in your house. My friend, please get out from here. I'm talking that I don't have money. You're telling me Gary. My friend Gary will kill you there. And you walk the person away, not knowing that was a test for the financial abundance you wanted for that day. Let's be kind. Let's be kind. David would have lost his family if not for kindness. David would not have been able to reestablish his kingdom if not for kindness. The master of the man lost everything because he was not kind. The master of the young man, he lost everything, died because he was not kind. And the amazing thing, while I was meditating on that scripture, I was asking, so no one in their team could be kind enough to even convince their master, say, ah, this guy has been with us, oh. this guy has been good, oh. this guy has been like this, no one. What about his friends? What about those who they were, they've been colleagues? Those who are, they have been gisting together, eating together? Hey, God. No one, no one could even say, okay, now let's stay with him. Okay, let's wait for this guy to be healed. Let's wait back. Let this guy be healed before we continue. Even if the guy will die, let's wait and watch this guy die. I heard a story recently. My mom was sharing a story with me. A man whose wife um, collapsed. I think uh, it was high BP. Her BP went up and she collapsed. They put her on oxygen. It was very bad. And the man got there after hours. He got there and uh, looked at the wife and asked them, um, you guys said this oxygen is 50-50, right? They said, yes. He said, please remove it. The wife is not dead. He said, remove it. And they took off the oxygen and the woman passed out and they buried her. Your own wife. Your own wife. If you could remove oxygen from your wife at 50% guarantee of life, then what we, what wouldn't you do to stranger? I'm sure you, I'm very sure such person have killed somebody some days, some time ago. I'm very sure. I'm very sure such person can even kill the children. I'm sure. I'm sure.
none of this man's friends, none of his colleagues could say, ah, boss, let's, don't worry, okay, I will carry this guy, I will reduce my load, I will take this guy, and all of that. None of them. Let me ask you a question tonight. Can you stay with people in good and bad times? Can you stay with people when there is nothing to stay for? Do you have people that will stay with you through thick and thin? Do you have people who will sit down to undergo pain for you? They will leave whatever they are doing and they tell you, I am there for you. Until you are fine, I go nowhere. Until you are fine, I go nowhere. I go nowhere. We've lost kindness with a lot of speaking in tongues. We've lost kindness with a lot of kakakapaka, hey kakatwaya. Listen, let, let me give you a scripture now. Give me First Corinthians 13 from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1 to 3. Get me NIV or NLT. The kind of Christianity we have now has been diluted. There's no more genuine Christianity. We have loud tongues with wicked hearts. Loud tongue with wicked hearts. Loud, our tongue is loud, but our heart is devilish. That's the kind of Christianity we now have. First Corinthians 13, NIT NIV. Look at this. If I could speak all the language of the earth and of angels. So Paul is saying you might be able to speak Portuguese, Chinese, Spanish, and yes, speak in tongues, but didn't love others. I would only be a noisy gong or a clingy simba. So Paul said, if your tongue is so deep, your tongue is so loud, it's so accurate, it's, and yet I can't love other people. He said, then my tongue is as noisy as a gong or a clingy simba. Verse 2, if I had the gift of prophecy, accurate i can call your name call your phone number tell you things and tell you and if i understood all of god's secret plans and possess all knowledge and if i had such a faith that i could move mountains but didn't love others i would be nothing can i get verse three lastly verse three if i give everything i have to the poor and even sacrifice my body i could boast about it but if i didn't love others i would have gained nothing so i thought that um giving is all about um love but no people can give you and yet they don't love you if people can give you as a means of killing you know when people want to poison people they give them a substance to eat or drink in their food whether water whether food Today, 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 generation we are in now, there are people that give you money, not out of love. A prophet have given them a direction. Um, take um, um, 1,000 Ghana CDs, take 100 CDs, share it for 10 people. That is how you receive that portion. They don't love you. They only use you for a contract. They use you for direction. So if that direction was supposed to be a bad one, the, the thing will happen to you. So you will think, is, is, oh, this person was nice. Oh, they dashed me money today. But can you imagine since they dashed you that money? Number one, you didn't use the money for anything meaningful. Number two, since then, you have never had even your own money stop flowing. Your own money stop flowing. Suddenly, they dash you cloth. Why did they dash you the cloth? Not because they care. 
Not because they care. Not because they care. Direction. Prophetic direction. Do you have people that will stay with you through think and things? And can you, before you start looking for some people, can you stay for with people through think and things? Why do you disappear from people's life when things are hard and appear when things are good? Why do you run away from people's life when you have money, but when you are broke, you are calling them your friends? Why are you, why are you like that? Why are you like that? So while we point hands to people, let's check ourselves first. Are you there for people in bad times? So why are you complaining in their good times they are not there for you? Be kind. Because you don't know who people are. Be kind. The person you sat next to in the bus today could be the president's cousin. Be kind. The person you um, you will meet first tomorrow morning could be the CEO of the job you are looking for. Be kind. The person um, you you that we ask you for transport tomorrow could be an angel. Be kind. Be kind. Hebrews 13 verse 2. Hebrews 13 verse 2. Give me any version you get first. Please be kind. Life is short. Oh. Life is short. Be kind. Be kind to people. You don't know where your children will go. You don't know where you will go. You don't, you don't know. Be kind. Hebrews 13 verse 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Don't be forgetful to entertain strangers that have some, sometimes, some of us, you have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. God said, okay, I'm going to send you angels now. Some of you, your angels have come and you insulted them. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Stop being after yourself and yourself alone. If God sent angels for you now, this week, oh, Father, I want to get married. Oh, Father, I want to. If God sent your angels now, will you recognize them? Because a lot of you feel angels have to come with feathers. Angels is not all class of angels that come with feathers. All right? Mostly the angels that have feathers to fly is the cherubim and the seraphims. Other class of angels don't have feathers. And most times, angels appear like normal man. All you just have is that if you are spiritual, you're going to sense that, hey, as you were, you were, the person who was standing next to you, you were feeling something like, are you a man of God? Or are you, is there something about you? I look like you're a man of God. That is the fault you will feel most times. Be kind. How many angels did you miss in 2023 because they did not carry feather? Because they were not white. Because they were not putting on white garments. Because they were not fair like one white man. Because that is what they've told you in movie. Angel must be a white man. Be kind. They can appear like beggars. They can appear like poor people. They can appear like old old lady. And you are the kind of person who does not tolerate old people. You hate old people at all costs. 
and they come say please my daughter can i eat hey, get out who's your daughter all these old witches 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 and the next thing you carry your sanitizer you are anointing you're rubbing your hand and you have carried your oil every witch around me fire fire not knowing god just sent you an angel just for you to carry out an act of kindness and she prayed for you be kind i'm not saying that is how angels come often all right but i'm saying it happens look at david's situation we just read in the bible just look at what we read in the bible let me share a story with you a man got married to a lady and while they began to go on first child a girl second child a girl third child a girl fourth child a girl fifth child a girl and the man got angry and said at the fourth one he said if you give birth to the next one is a girl i'm going to send you out of my life why are you giving birth to stupid children why are you giving birth to future prostitutes i will give me give birth to men men who can um, be um the heir to the throne and all kind and all kind and all kind the woman said i'm not god i'm not god let's keep praying the man said i've told you give birth to the fifth one it was a girl and the man chased the woman out of the house abandoned the woman left her nothing so you are a very useless woman you and your daughters are useless give birth to men you didn't give birth to men and you are giving birth to women threw the woman away and he went picked another lady and after a few months the lady got pregnant to the glory of god gave birth to a boy he said hey, this is the kind of wife we are talking about give birth to male children give birth to male children those are the people we call the heir to the throne as time goes by the man began to go through difficulties and everything went south for him years later the son that he had was to apply for a visa he got a contract abroad and he was to leave now when he got to the consular the lady at the desk took his document while he began to process and said who is this person and they sent for the they said i want to attend to this case personally oh it's just this thing he said no i want this guy myself and they sent for the guy and the lady began to interview where did you get this name from he said from my father where are you where, where are you from the, lady, the guy mentioned where's your father from he mentioned what's your father's name is mentioned where is your, is your father alive he said yes he said okay go get your father that's the only way you can get a visa and the guy was like ah, nobody has ever gotten a visa by inviting the father this is out of um, the whole procedure what is going on can you tell me why should, what will i tell my father if i bring i'm growing enough to handle my issue or can the lady said i'm sorry i can't give you a visa if your father doesn't come with you and the, after a lot of talk 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 the guy agreed okay if my father needs to come for me to get a visa why why can't i bring him so he went to the father and invited the father please they will need you at the embassy to maybe to sign something or to stamp for me or to fingerprint whatsoever for me to get my visa approved and the father dressed and went with him while they got there 
the ladies scored for them and they sat down. Are you the father of this boy? He said, yes. Are you Mr. Dees? He said, yes. Is this your surname? He said, yes. That's my prestigious surname. All right. Are you married? He said, yes. What's your wife's name mentioned? Have you married before? He said, no, never married before. Uh, do you know a woman like this? Ah, okay. <laughs> One very stupid woman I married that gave birth to stupid girls. Gave birth to five stupid girls. So what happened to the woman? I don't know. I sent them away and um, I got married to the wife that gave me this um, great child. So you don't know where they are. I don't know where they are. How can a woman give birth to only girls, only girls? Uh, madam, I'm sorry with all due respect. It's not about you. But how can a woman give birth to stupid, stupid girls and all of that? And the girl said, okay, no problem. And the girl took the young man's passport and placed a total ban on the man traveling to the U.S. And said to the man, that stupid woman is my mother. My name is this, this, this. You are my father. You abandoned us every one of us today we are useful every one of us today this one is in, in u.s this one is here this one is here this one is working with the president this none of us is useless and our mother is alive she's enjoying life and she's happy she didn't marry again because she she said she's no more interested she put everything on you and you abandon her so this is the stupidity that you ran from we are here now and the man knelt down the son knelt down they began to beg the lady said i have no issue with you security threw them out of this place that was how they sent them out, and that young man was banned. The lady said, as long as I'm alive, you will never step into America, as long as I'm alive. Now, the man was not just being unkind, dealing harshly with that woman, number one. Number two, he still carried the same wickedness after years. Look at the, the tone and the manner he spoke about the woman. Many of us, we are too bitter. We are too bitter. I know people hurt you, but can you let go sometime? Just move on. We are too bitter. We keep things too much. That is witchcraft. A guy left you eight years now. Eight years now. You are still cursing the guy since eight years. What happened? Did, she, did he collect your kidney? Oh, pastor, you don't know what this guy did to me. He had proposed. I know. Move on now. What is it? Eight years, you are still laying curses on the person. Why support um, people, abandoning people? No, but come on. You don't hold on to the past and ever move forward. Never. It will never work. You are under the sound of my voice. You find yourself still lost in after your ex. You find yourself um, still going through the pain of your ex. Maybe you are married, but check your marriage. You will find that you are never happy. Something we always keep telling you, you married the wrong man. Or you will never even be able to get back. Check it. These things have physical and spiritual implications. Let them go. You grow. They told you that your father did not take care of you. And so women are wicked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is not about women now. So women are wicked. So men too are wicked. Your father left you while you were one year old, ten year old, and now you are grown. You are grown. After years, your mother tells you, never never go and look for your father. Forget him. He left you. Madam, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? 
Am I saying men should leave their children? No. But this person is grown. Let the person make that decision. So men are like that. Your mother left you when you were two months old. I was the one that carried you. Okay, that's fine. So now we are here. This guy is now 40 years old, 30 years old. Okay, so what? What is wrong with us? Sometimes we act like we are not the people God created again. That's how we behave. We act like we are not the one God created. Everything that happens, happens for a reason or for a lesson. So learn your lesson and see the reason and move on and become a better person. Let me say this to you. If anything happened between you and anybody and you realize you don't succeed anymore, the people are not the problem, it is you. Let me give an example. You had a business deal, somebody cheated you, somebody defrauded you, something. If you keep God, it might be difficult, all right, but you will get back on your feet. Because it is your brain that you used to make money. You get back on your feet. Except it's a demonic attack. Somebody left your life, they were supposed to marry you, and they walked away. Does not mean men are finished. Does not mean you are stupid. No, the person could be the problem. But let them go and move on. Listen. 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 Forgive people. Let them go. But never forget what that experience taught you. Forgive people. Let them go but never forgot what that experience or that situation taught you. Not in pain, but Charlie, it, it helps you guard your heart. It helps you protect yourself. It helps you make the next decisions wise. Let's go. Let's go. You Do you know how many things you've done and you ask God for forgiveness? God is not holding them against you. Oh, that's God. Me, I'm not God. My friend, stop that thing. Listen, listen, people who are not kind are those that have short memories. People who are not kind are those that have short memories. All right? Forgetful people are never kind. If you remember how God has been kind to you, you will be kind to other people. Um, you see me, nobody has been kind to me all, all my life. I've been the one helping myself. I've been the one doing my thing. Nobody has been kind to me. So nobody should come and work. Listen, 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 listen. Stop those nonsense. If God has not been kind to you, do you think you would have been where you are? Sometimes God knows why he allows certain things to happen in our life. Okay, nobody was kind to you. Nobody helped you. But look at you now, you have a car. Okay. Nobody, everybody was wicked to you. Look at you now. You are married with your kids. Look at you now. You've gotten your visa. Look at you now. You live in your house. You have a good job. So why are you still bitter? Tell me, why are you still bitter? And bitterness will always lead you to revenge. And revenge will always lead you to doing the things that will not please God. Please, don't be forgetful. Don't be forgetful. Remember how God has been merciful to you and be merciful to other people. All right? Be merciful to people. Be merciful to people. The Bible said, Blessed are those that show mercy, for they will inherit the kingdom of God. Be merciful. Learn to let go. Don't keep things for too long. 
you are here listening to me you easily get angry you is you hardly forgive come on you need to get to god in prayer and allow god to heal you let's see the book of luke chapter 10 27 to 37 luke 10 27 to 37 you will keep hurting yourself you will keep hurting yourself the moment you are somebody who doesn't let go you always just check your life you realize you have a lot of bitterness a lot of pain a lot of bitterness you are always bitter people are always hurting you it is not them it is you you are the problem now let's read through the scripture look at this now and he answering said thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul with all thy strength with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself and he said unto him thou hast answered right this do and thou shalt live. All right, let's go from verse 30. But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, Who is my neighbor? So Jesus said, Love your neighbor as yourself. And this guy was trying to claim he is smart. And he's asking Jesus, So, so who is my neighbor? If you are saying I should love my neighbor myself. Look at what Jesus said. And this thing is not only for the man, it's for you and I also. So who is your neighbor? If Bible said, love your neighbor as yourself, is it the one living next door? Is it the one living across your street or what? Okay, let's read on and let's see. This is a test now for you. And Jesus answering said, Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest. Okay, so look at the people that came first. A priest, a man of God. All right, that way. And when he saw him, he passed by the other side. A priest ran away. And a Levite, people who served by the altar. When he saw, at, when he was at that place and came and looked on him, he passed by the other side. But a Samaritan. According to scriptures, Samaritans were not Christians. Samaritans were not the followers of Jesus. All right? A Samaritan, as he journeyed, he was not living in the town, no. He was journeying, he was traveling, but the priest was living in that town. The Levite was living in that town. They all took different corners. But the Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. It is kindness that lead people in, compassion rather, lead people into kindness. If you don't come with passion, you will not have the heart of kindness. Compassion. What do you feel for people? Look at verse 34. And went to him, and bound, he, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast. This was somebody that was traveling now. And brought him on to an inn. Brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, so he left his journey, even slept dirty the next day. On the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto them, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay. So he didn't just give them, he didn't stay, just stay over, he paid them money and said, do it. I will come back and check somebody he doesn't know from Adam. He has never met the person. He does not know the person. No affiliation by, by tribe, by um, color, by race, by religion, nothing. Nothing. 
take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? 37. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto, the, unto him, Go and do thou likewise. So you see, love your neighbor as yourself is not about proximity. It's all about kindness. It's all about kindness. Many of us will only do good to people when they can also do good to us. Many of us will only give to people when we know they can give us back. Some of us, we, we can never give in church until there's a tag. Give this seed so that you will get married. I want 10 people to give uh, 1,000 Ghana CDs to get $10,000. You see all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we like it like that. I want somebody to give 100 CDs to get pregnant. Oh, yeah. People are giving 300. I want three. People are giving five. I want four. People are giving five. I give for me and my sister and my unborn children. I want um, people who we um, give so that um, you will get a car, a favor car in two days. You see all of us. Okay, now come. Um, I want people to give because you love God. You see, everybody will begin to withdraw. I want people to give for outreach. We are having an evangelism program and we need to support the evangelism team. You see, everybody begin to withdraw because we are not kind. Love is scarce in us. Love is scarce in us. Why should you be kind? I'm going to give us seven and let's pray. Why should you be kind? Number one, it's a sign of humanity. Kindness is a sign of humanity. Listen, before you became a doctor, a teacher, a midwife, a nurse, a pastor, a prophet, a lawyer, a driver, you were first a human being. Let's learn to be human being again. Learn to be human again. Learn to be human. Taito has made us become too principled that people are dying. We live in a country where people will be sick. At the point of death, they will be taken to the hospital. And what you hear from our government is no treatment until there's deposit. This person is dying. I'm sorry, that is the law. That is the ethics of the profession. No treatment until there is deposit. And sometimes before the family could get treatment, the person died. So we've lost more people because the system is not kind. We've lost more people because the government is not kind. We've lost more people because we are not kind. Now, let somebody have an accident somewhere. Let there be a fire outbreak. 90% of people now are going to on their camera first to video the event. Instead of helping the dying person or the dead person, we need to own our camera so that we'll be the first to post the most up-to-date journalists that did not go to school of journalism. See how we are destroying ourselves. See how we are destroying ourselves. Let's get back to kindness. Let's get back to those days that um, you come back, somebody had killed your goods, and um, you... You look at the person, the person is afraid, crying and shaking, like, hey, I'm finished. And look at the person, it's okay. It's just a good, don't worry. Let's get back to the place. I had a story where um, a woman 
had some guests and she took the neighbor's bench, you know bench, the local chair made of wood people sit on, took the neighbor's bench outside and gave it to the guest and the neighbor came out and got aroused angry for what you stupid woman why are you taking my bench and they fought 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 and along the line she took the bench hit the other woman on the head and eventually the woman died so now she's in court definitely will be sentenced for manslaughter because of bench somebody was taken to court why a rubber bowl rubber bowl that they used to wash clothes a rubber bowl the, the rubber bowl was broken it took the woman to court because of a rubber bull. Because we are, we are not kind. We are not kind. You don't know how unkind you are until things happen with you. You don't know how unkind you are until people that have problems come your way. Always remember you are human before gender, before tribe, before color, before culture, and before religion. Remember you are human. Remember, you are human. Yeah, we know Muslims will not go to heaven. We know idol worshippers will not go to heaven. But you find yourself in a situation where a Muslim had an accident, their leg is broken, their arm is broken, or something, and you are the closest to help. Are you going to say, oh, you're not a Muslim, or uh, will you give your life to Christ first before I now come and carry you to the hospital? That's wrong. Go. Carry the person first to the hospital before you start talking about giving your life to Christ. But what kind of Christ do you want to give me when I'm looking for help? Number two, we show kindness because it is a command. Ephesians 4 verse 32. We show kindness because it is a command. We have been commanded to be kind. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, had forgiven you. Be ye kind to one another. It's a command. It's not an advice. God has already forgiven you, and he expects you to extend the kindness to other people. You slept, and you woke up. God woke you up. Some of you, if you find the opportunity to collect people's breath, you will take it because you are a hatred, because you are not kind. But at the end, I always thank God that no man is God. No man is God. If some people have been allowed to be God for one hour, hey, hey, Father, thank you for being God, though. Number three, number three, kindness is a sign of humility. Kindness is a, a sign of humility. You read the story we read. David showed he was human and David showed he was humble. Despite his situation. Despite his situation. Can you be hungry and also be able to ask somebody, have you eaten? Can you be unmarried and be able to joyfully support somebody's wedding? Can you be trusting God for a baby and be able to pay a child's school fees without feeling anything? Oh God, oh God, when? Oh God, when? Oh, without feeling anything, without feeling bad. Can you be able to support somebody to pay rent even when you don't even have a house? 
you are still squatting. Are we kind? Kindness is putting others before you. It's part of kindness. It's part of kindness. So at the end of the day, we realize that we are not actually touching the heart of God. We prophesy, we preach, we pray, we receive prophecies. But God is looking at us and God is crying. Say, my gifts have now destroyed my own people. My gifts, the gifts I give them, they've abandoned the character I give to them and they've leveraged on the gifts and they are destroying themselves. Number four, be kind because Jesus, our perfect example, is kind. You must be kind because Jesus, our perfect example, is kind. Get me Mark chapter 6 and verse 34. Mark chapter 6 and verse 34. If kindness is what will lead us to heaven, have you shown enough kindness? If kindness is what makes people rich, how, how rich would you be? If kindness is all you need to get the answer to the prayer, your prayer request now, are you sure that answer will come this year or it will never come forever? Look at this. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion, with kindness towards them because they were a sheep, not having a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things not because he owed them but because kindness compassion welled out of his bowels let me ask somebody are you kind let me ask somebody ask somebody are you kind 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 Are you kind? Mm. We know we live in a fake world. All right? We know we live in a fake world. People are scamming, lying, doing all kinds of things. But listen, listen. People genuinely have problems. People's problems are also genuine. Even in the midst of all the scams and the fake People's problems are still genuine. Number five, kindness. We have to be kind because it is a Christian attribute. It is a Christian attribute. Get me Galatians 5.22 NLT. Galatians 5.22 New Living Translation. It is a Christian virtue. As a Christian, do you have the virtues that makes you a Christian? Are you aware that there are things you must have to be called a Christian? Are you aware, if you say you are a Christian, there are characters that is a must for you, that are habits that is a must for you? So look at this now. But the Holy, but the Holy Spirit produced this kind of fruit in our life. Love, joy, peace kindness so if you have the holy spirit you need you must be kind so part of the sign that you don't have the holy spirit is that you cannot be kind to people 
you could have the holy spirit but you have not allowed the holy spirit to take charge you don't let him be in control of your life so as a believer it is saying that there are attitudes you must have number one is love do you have genuine love or you only love your boyfriend the next thing is joy listen I, that's our, 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 our caption is I choose joy. You realize you are not always joyful. You are always sad. Look at the scripture here. It says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our life. Love, joy. So if joy, there's no joy, that means you, are, you don't have the Holy Spirit or you are no more allowing the Holy Spirit to function in your life. You're always sad. I know what you will tell me. Pastor, my one is different. No, the problem is that um, it's because I don't have a job yet. It's because I'm not married yet. It's because I don't... Listen, listen, listen. You are just deceiving yourself. That's why you will never be free from that bondage in the first place. So these things have to be there. Irrespective. It didn't put a clause. Okay. Um, um, love joy but you see if a guy broke your break your heart throw the joy away and um, peace you see if your wife is worrying you forget your, no 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 he said we notwithstanding any situation and challenge you are in love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness and you read down you're going to find lots lot 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 but all i'm saying is that part of the fruit the character of a christian Kindness should be inside. The fruit of the Spirit means the character of the Holy Spirit working in your life. That is what it is. Number six, it is part of the marks for eternity. Kindness is part of the marks, your scorecard. In your scorecard for eternity, kindness has to be marked in it. Let's read the book of Matthew 25, 34 to 45. Matthew 25, 34 to 45. Oh, we love you, Holy Spirit. Help us to be kind, Lord. Help us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Help us, Holy Spirit. Matthew 25, we go from verse 34. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye, blessed of my father, and inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was unhungered. So look at now. This is the king. He said, when they get to heaven, this is the response. People that the king said, go to the right hand. So welcome to heaven now. This is what he's going to tell them. I was unhungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Let's go. 36. And naked... And ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee, and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? 38. 
when saw we thee a stranger and took thee in or naked and clothed thee. Alright, let's go. Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee. And the king, which is God now, shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. From verse 41. Then, so listen now, listen, listen. Can you listen to me? Just listen now. When you treat, when you get the privilege to treat people right, I know they are the ones that look like it's in need. But they are not actually the one benefiting. God is the one actually benefiting. So the next time you are helping somebody feed, understand it's God you are doing it for. The next time you are helping somebody pay a medical bill, understand that it's God you are doing it for. You are making an investment into a heavenly account. Listen, a carnal man will not understand these things. A carnal man will not understand these things. It is spiritual. This is what this is what true religion is. This is what true Christianity is. It's not all about prophecy. It's beyond kabagaba, ayagagaga, go, 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 go. Equa, 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 quara, 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 quara. Have you seen people who will speak in tongue until you become guilty? You'll be asking yourself, are you sure me? I pray. They, 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 they intimidate you with their tongues. Like when they start, eh? oh my God. Oh, quara, 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 akuya, They will twist themselves and bend in one corner. But don't allow, you see that guy that is speaking all those plenty tongues, bending and twisting like somebody that you see all those, the way those zombies do in zombie movie. Eh? The way those zombies do, they'll be twisted. Make mistake to step on that guy during that service. After all those kakakakwa, make mistake to match that guy's leg. They will tell you that, listen, Matthew 11 verse 12 said, right from the days of John the Baptist until now, that the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and only the violence take it by force. He will add again and tell you that, listen, I used to be a cultist. I used to be a madman. Forget church. Forget church. Forget microphone. Forget prayer band. Forget prayer group. I will show you the madness in me. You don't even know that when I get God born again, I kept some part of my madness. Jesus, when Peter, when some people came to college, Jesus, Peter brought knife and they removed their ear. I am that kind of Peter. I will show you in this church eh, that me, I, oh, I, I will forget. You, you will be shocked. I'll be asking, is this the same guy that was doing Kakaka just now or a different person? You'll be asking. Some will tell you in front of the pastor, say, forget pastor. Pastor will not do me anything. I will show you in this church. You will know. We will close now. I'm only, I was in a church for a visit. I saw a woman shouting to an usher during a service. I saw a woman boasting. What happened? An usher told her not to sit at a particular spot and not to eat in church. That was it. Telling the usher, say, you will know. Do you know who you are talking to? Old woman. Do you know what I'm talking to? I will show you. I will show you. If you know who my children are, just don't worry. Because we are in church, because we came to the house of God, oh, you know that you came to the house of God and you are fooling yourself. Can't you respect your age? 
And I sat, I was looking at the woman that day. I was looking at the woman. I'm like, what? You see, you see those spiritual brothers and sisters? The ones that tie scarf and tie their ear. And the ones that wear suit as if it's canopy. And their tie look like a suicide rope. Their shoe look like a sugar carton. That's St. Louis sugar. Listen, don't make mistakes look for their trouble. Listen, they will put holiness inside and they will show you madness. They will, they, and they know, they, have, they know the scriptures to be mad. They will tell you that the Bible said the spiritual man is a madman. I will show you today. You will see them fight. You will see them insult. You will see them quarrel. And you'll be wondering, ah, you, you, I, thought, I thought you were, forget Christian. Are you mad? Are you stupid? What kind of Christian? Oh, you want to use Christian? Listen, am I saying that you should insult people or allow oppression because you are a Christian? No. That's not the point. But all I'm saying is that there are things you can't do since you now call yourself a Christian. There is a way you should no more react since you now call yourself a Christian. There are battles you no more fight since you now call yourself a Christian. Certain characters of the past should be given away since you now call yourself a Christian. It's not because you don't have the right to fight. It's not because you don't have the right to revenge. It's not because you don't have you can't even insult. It's not because you don't know what to say. But listen, Bible said when Christ died on the cross, we died, we, we died with him. We were made with him. When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he resurrected, we were resurrected with him. So now you should be living like a dead man. A dead man cannot reply to insult. You are dead and dead to Christ. Is somebody still following me? Kindness is a Christian attribute. We need to get back to true Christianity again. Some of you can insult your neighbor because of bucket, bucket, bucket. Somebody took your bucket. You can insult, you can insult everybody, curse everybody because of bucket. Some of you, because of pen at work, pen, somebody took your pen. You can lay a curse. Whoever that took my pen, it should not be well with the family. The person with that, and uh, ordinary pen. No, don't tell me ordinary pen. Do you know how it's expensive now? Do you know Ghana is hard? Do you know Nigeria? My friend, my friend, my friend, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. You see me, when I used to be in the world there, eh, I used to beat four people. You see, I used to beat four people. So um, right now, don't think um, I can still do it. All. My friend, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. The moment, listen, the moment you begin to boast about your negative past, we need to recheck your salvation. The moment you can still confidently boast about your negative past, we need to recheck your salvation. You could be a pastor. You could be a deacon, deaconess. You could be a choir, anything. Oh, me, when I used to be in the world, I used to sleep with four men one night. Oh, oh those days. Oh, listen, you, you will think you are telling a story, but it's not a story. No. If you are actually telling a story, you should be crying. You should be sober. Like, ah, so was I really wasted like this? 
that, that was you should be crying. Oh me, ah, those days I used to steal. Oh yeah, Charlie. Ah, oh he, I stole at my work. Eh, all the money we emptied the bus till now. They don't. This is somebody who said he has been born again for five years, for ten years. If you can still confidently boast about your negative past, your salvation need to be admitted on the medical bed and be re-examined. It has to be re-examined. Are, we, are you still a Christian? Let's continue that scripture from verse 41 now. Let's continue that scripture. Matthew 25 from verse 41. I know we want prophecy. I know we want our prayers answered. We want miracles. But what is the essence if we get this in and we go to hell? Now let's read. Or oh, when we saw the sick, we're done with all here. Then said um, he also unto them on the left, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. Alright, prepare for the... Okay, so look at this now. Let me digress a bit. Alright, now. God did not make hell fire for human beings. Alright? Is there heaven? Yes. Is there hell? Yes. God did not make hell fire for human beings. Who was hell fire prepared for? For the devil and his angels. Okay? We need to understand the Bible accurately. Understand, so don't be afraid of hellfire. Hey, hey, hey! No, no, don't be afraid. All right, but the human being that now decide to serve the devil and his angels, he said, you will join them. So the reintention of God for making hell wasn't for human. So next time you meet somebody who tells you, oh, if your God is good, why will your God go and make hellfire to kill people? Please bring him to this scripture. Matthew 24 verse 41. Hellfire was not made for human beings. It was made for the devil and his angels, the rebel people that rebelled against God and they fell. So the moment you decide also to rebel against God or to serve the devil and to follow his angels, to follow the demons, then you will join them. He said it there. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels that is one the, the, the holistic truth when it comes to the issue of hellfire all right 42 what is why is he sending them there the same situation for i was unhungered and he gave me no meat i was thirsty and he gave me no drink i was a stranger and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. Alright, let's go. 44 and 45. Then shall they answer him, saying, Lord, when shall we, when shall we thee, and hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto the forty-five. Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to this, to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. All right. So, <laughs> hey God, have mercy on your children. No? Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Kindness is part of the mark 
of eternity. Kindness is part of the mark of eternity. So God is going to check people you fed. God is going to check your evangelism. Those in the hospital you went to visit. God is going to check people you clothed. God is going to check. Why do you only give out clothes that are damaged that anybody you give it to, they can't use it again? Why is that the only kind of cloth you know how to give? Why do you know how to give people only the food with the, the food is already having mucus on it, then you now scrape out all the mucus and warm it, and that's the food you give to people to eat. I was sharing the story with my mom recently. I was staying under my pastor, and a particular lady who is a pastor today, who was under my pastor, we keep beans. You know when beans goes bad, it's, the stench is very, very terrible. When beans goes bad, when certain kind of soup, okra soup specifically, goes bad, vegetables goes bad, the stench is different, and the reaction in the stomach is different. And this lady will take out the food, the ones that are sour, and that's the food she will send to us. Sometimes the yam that is already sour. We, we, we don't have any other thing to eat. That is the only thing we, we hope on and depend on. Not because there's no other food to bring to us, but are you not, you're just there now, just an ordinary boy. So, what do you expect? It was one day, the hunger was terrible. We had no alternative, not nowhere to raise money from, nothing to do. That was the first time ever. I had to tell my pastor, the food they brought to us is sour. He was like, what? Is it true? Are you sure? I said, it's sour. We couldn't eat one. We threw everything away. Sometimes soup that is sour. Sometimes the gari they have kept, the fufu they kept for days. That is what she sent to us to church to eat as food. What do we do? Sometimes we have to eat it. Eat it. Or eat you are drinking water to wash your mouth of the taste. But today is food my problem. Is food my problem? Learn to be kind. Number seven, the last one. It's a sign that you have a genuine love in you. Kindness is a sign that genuine love, not fake love, genuine love. Get me First Corinthians 13 verse 4. Let me get NIV or NLT. Kindness is a sign that genuine love is inside of you. What we call agape love. Most of us don't know what agape love really means. We don't know what it means. I remember years ago, my mom had a shop and a woman came to seek for a friend who she lost contact with. She didn't meet the person according to her and all and all and all and all. And it was late. We were in the shop about 11. She couldn't find a way. I don't know if she, whether she was having a phone. It was very long. She wasn't having a phone then or there was no transport to go or something. I can't remember. She said she came to see a guy, her boyfriend or what. My mother carried this lady to our house, a total stranger who came from a different part of Nigeria, carried this lady to our house, gave her, we were just living in a um, chamber and hall, gave her a space to sleep, some of us had to sleep on the floor so that this lady would be able to sleep, I think on the couch or I can't remember, we had to sleep on the floor. So this lady um, came, 
stayed, I think for one week or two weeks, my mother will remember better, stayed for one week or two weeks. She would go with us to work. My mother gave us some of her clothes. She would wear my mother's clothes. Everybody that asked, my mother would say, she's my sister. Oh, your sister came? Yes, she's my sister. Who is that lady? She's my sister. My mother didn't know her from anywhere. Stayed, and she just didn't find the person she came to look for. My mother gathered money from her business after the lady joined her to sell for one week. I'm not talking of a child, though. Matured lady. She should be in her 30s. Gathered the money, gave to the lady, and the lady left. The lady left. Kindness. I wish the brethren. All right. First Corinthians 3 verse 4. He said, love is patient. 13 verse 4, sorry. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. If you say you have love, where is the kindness? All right? Inside love, there is a package called kindness. If you have jealousy, it's a sign that there's no love in you. If you are somebody who is proud, you are boastful. You don't have, the love you have might be Eros love, might be other kind of love. But this kind of love we are talking of, the love of Jesus, you don't have it. You don't have it. And you are at risk of hell inside church. One of the roads to go to church, to go to hell from church is this. No love in you, no kindness. We just saw Jesus extract this matter. I think yesterday I was asking somebody, what do you want God to do for you in 2024? And when I saw the last thing she said, my heart melted. I was so excited. She said, I want to sponsor six children to school. I'm like, God, there are still people. And some of you will think, um, it's because she has the money, and, and you will be shocked, you will check the person's account. It's not even having the money for one, for one, for one, baku, baku, pe. the person doesn't even have the money for one. I've told people, don't worry, I'll pay your fees, and my account is dry, when I mean zero. As by the time I was telling them, my account is zero. But one way or the other, but before the time comes for the fees, the money will appear. After the people, oh, what is your rent? They say, oh, don't worry, I'll give it to you. And then we think, um, maybe, um, what is it called? Maybe um, I have some money somewhere. And all. So some even unwisely want to add more, more bill. Add more bill. Um, can I still get them? I look at them and shake my head. <laughs> I smile. I say, you don't know. You, you don't know. You don't know. I remember one day I was in Accra. Everybody looks up to me like um, this guy has some money somewhere. He has some rich members. So let's press on him and collect money and blah, 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 blah. So everybody was coming. Hey, what's up? I was sharing. I was sharing. I was left with my transport. Somebody came. Who was living in Accra? I was living in Kumasi then. I was pastoring in Kumasi. Who lived in Accra came to me and said, he's not having transport um, to go home. And I gave him my transport. The other one, somebody else came. I shared the transport among three persons. Now, how do I go back to Kumasi? was the problem. How do I go back to Kumasi? So sometimes, eh, when you are kind, you look like a fool, even to yourself. Sometimes you will be tempted to ask yourself, are you stupid? Like, are you, are you stupid? Is there something wrong with your brain? Can't you, can't you even live for yourself? Must you worry about people who don't worry? Listen, listen, listen. Everybody's life is different. There are people whose destiny 
is in helping people. There are people who, it's not about destiny. They just love God too much. That they don't want to see other people suffer. They love God too much. They love God too much. They don't want to see anybody in pain. You see, I, I'm not good at going to the hospital. I love, I, I wish I can go to hospital evangelism. All right? I will pray like every sick person every week they will be leaving their bed. But I, I, I grew up so much seeing people sick and all those things. And once I enter an hospital building, my body begins to cringe. My body, be, I can't stand. I remember years ago seeing a woman who had pipe in her stomach. She's alive, walking, had pipe in her stomach where she fell through. If you see the wound, how big it was, she came to our school to ask for arms. From that day, my till now, I've not been able to recover from it till now. I'm still looking for what to do to get over that phobia. I, I can't stand to see somebody sick. I can't stand around in a hospital. I can't. I feel very strange. And some of us who find people in a terrible situation, they come to you and they tell you, I need them. Say, ah, it's faking it. It's faking it. Don't mind them. They are faking it. Somebody say, Lord, give me a heart of kindness. Say, Lord, give me the heart of kindness. Say, Lord, give me the heart of kindness. Give me the heart of kindness. Give me a kind heart, Lord. Give me a kind heart, Lord. Come and talk to your father now. Give me a kind heart, Lord. A heart like yours. I love this that song so well. A heart like yours is my desire. Give me a kind heart, oh God. Come on, pray. So 
a heart like yours, Lord. Give us a heart like yours, Lord. Help us to be human. 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 Years ago, while I was in primary school, there was this daycare center close to my school. We were coming from school. If you see the way these young ladies beat people's children, if you see the way these young ladies beat people's children, kicking them, using sticks, hitting them, some of you will go to daycare to get your children in the evening or after work or in the afternoon. Their body is hot. You find marks on their body. Teachers will lie that they fail. Some of them is not true. Hit. What, what will a child do? One was a, a child pulled and this lady after beating the child mercilessly was using stick to wash the child's bum bum stick a stick that could pierce this child's body that could leave an injury a, a child maybe one year or two years and that child is not big the child is not big this is a young lady who is not married God forbid, if that girl grows and she can't get pregnant, she will say the grandmother or the mother-in-law is the problem. If that girl grows and she can't get married, she will blame the mother-in-law or she will blame this, uh, the mother or the grandmother or the village people. But it was her, her being unkind made God shut her womb, being unkind. May God baptize us with the heart of kindness. In any way we have been unkind, may God show us mercy. May God show us mercy. May God show us mercy. 
May God fill us with the heart of kindness. May God remove the heart of stone and give us the heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus. May God remove whatever that has made us to have stony hearts. May God take it away. And may God give us the heart of flesh. May God give us the heart of flesh. The Lord help you. The Lord help me. The Lord help us. The Lord help us to love people genuinely. The Lord help us to be kind with people genuinely. May God help us. May God help us. Help us to be kind, Lord. Help us to be kind, Lord. Help us, help us. Let our investment not be selfish anymore. If we cannot benefit from it, then we will not do. We will not become selfish anymore. That everything must be about gain. About gain. If you don't have seed, we will not pray for you. If you are not, uh, uh, what is it called? Then we will not value you in church. You don't have money. You are not an important member in church. If you have money, you are a VIP member. Um, if you are not close to the pastor, then you will not be able to see the man of God. Hey. Hey. I had to ask the man of God one day. I said, every meeting is seed. Every meeting is seed. I said, I'm sorry. Is, this, is it God that sent you? Is, is it God that asked you or is something else? Because sometimes I, 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 I get confused. And he didn't have an answer for me. I understand some people have some huge ministry projects, all right? Ministry projects that everything is sponsoring, the church have to be run and all of that. But this one, you have there's no church project, no church build. Every day, every meeting day is for seed. Every Bible study you preach, you know, profess you, every meeting day. I said, ah, is, is it God that spoke to you or it is just your own you just your own conscience I don't understand maybe maybe me I don't I don't know how to do ministry so let me find out what I don't know so that I can learn and add to what I know but this one dear I, I don't want it I don't want it let it be giving giving should be by by conviction. Is there a time when people should be compelled to give yes if it becomes every day something is wrong. You give by a leading, you give for a reason. Then you give out of instruction. That is how giving is done. For a reason, by a leading, and out of instruction. But when the instruction now becomes every day, there's instruction every day. No, God is not this one. God is not involved. God is not involved. Somebody reached out to me. I was asking me. A man of God said she has to do first fruits two times, January and July. I said it's not scriptural. It's a lie. For the January own, it is scriptural. That July own said, you see, if you enter, if you are about to enter the second part of the year, it's another new year. I said it's a lie. It's a lie. If you are tired, leave that church quick. Leave that church. Look for another church to attend. One of my daughter here, the the father happened to be a pastor. The father makes them give first fruit twice. When she now met me, is this thing I said, I know it's your father, I respect him, but you see this thing is a lie. He's looking for money. It's a lie. Stop it. I stopped her. She stop it. It's wrong. 
is nowhere in the Bible. Okay, does giving produce result? Oh, yes. But the moment you start putting lies into giving, the person that is giving might still get, this is the fear. This is why I tell pastors, the person that is giving might end up getting their result. But you see you that lied to collect that money, you are in trouble before God. The person that gave out, out of their faith, out of God honoring his own name, or you carry the anointing, no problem. God can give the person the miracle that they are looking for. And the person will be like, ah, it's true. I pay first fruit twice. And I, it's, it's not the twice. It, it's, not the, it's not the Bible principle. No, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. It was out of God's sovereignty or out of your faith that brought the miracle. All right. Well, you see that person that used God's name to lie to collect that money. The judgment will not be long. Heaven is too far. Heaven, it won't be long. No, it won't be long. It won't be long. A pastor was sick and he was he went to a senior man of God for prayer. And it was picked by prophecy that he took somebody brought an envelope for the senior pastor as a seed. He collected it and ate the money. Somebody brought a seed. And this person that brought the envelope had prayed and said, God, the person was sick. So the person prayed and said, God, I'm sick. I'm using this seed as a point of contact. Lord, take my sickness. As I give this seed, this, don't, don't carry what you don't have the anointing for. As I give this seed to the man of God, I give away my sickness. The reason why the man of God himself will not become sick is that God has already put an immunity on him. It is not about him now. God is the one taking it. It is only entering his hand. But you now feel, oh, your senior pastor has been collecting envelope. So you too must collect. You don't take envelope if you are not developed. You don't take envelope if you are not developed. And that was how he became sick. That was how he became sick. It was at the point of death when a prophecy came. The reason why you are sick is because you took envelope that somebody brought for your senior pastor. And this thing, the person put their sickness inside and said, God, I put my this disease inside this envelope. As I give it to your servant, let it live my life. And years later, I became sick. Please, let's be kind though. Whether you're a pastor, you're a member, you are... Be kind, be kind. Be, be, members, be kind also to your pastor. How can somebody take pray for you, pray in the day? I know how many men of God who stay awake at night pray for their members. And I know the ones who don't pray, they are snoring or watching movies. My wife, my wife would tell everybody, must tell you, I have not been conscious, I have not allowed me to sit down sit down sit down to watch one movie for 30 minutes i i don't know how we, i don't know how we do it i prefer to come and stay on port bino my wife was angry with me during christmas and um, we we're supposed to take my mommy out for some movie i said come if we don't watch we are, are we going to die i have to look for a way to lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and i escaped it i have to pay for it at new year i paid though took me to work i slept half of the movie i just there dozing and watching and dozing but finally, I went. I went. Please, let's be kind. Let's be kind. This is not the gospel Jesus gave to us again. No. When everything is about ourselves, this is not the gospel Jesus gave. Everything is about money. If you don't have money now, you can't go to church. That's not the gospel Jesus gave. That's not the gospel Jesus gave. 
if you don't you don't have nice clothes you can't go to church if you go to church now dress somewhere they will give you seat at the back you can't come to the front this is not the gospel it wasn't like this it wasn't like this please let's repent from me to you let's repent let's repent let's repent the only people we want to invite to church now is the rich the poor ones there they are on their own we now have rich church we have poor church yeah we have rich church we have poor church people god no more call people to the village every young man that have a calling now it must be in the city i was in koforidwa when god told me i was in so when god told me to resign out of one or two one or two my pastor pushed me to koforidwa and I, I finally resigned and god said to me go back to voter region Go back, pack your load, go to Sugakope. That's where I want you to stay. I said, okay, no problem. If you want Sugakope, who am I to say otherwise? And I, I told my wife, today, today, if God tell me today, today, oh yeah, I'm sending you to Sunyani, I'm sending you to Tamale. Charlie, I don't have time. I'm packing my load straight. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not blinking twice. I'm not blinking twice. I'm packing my load straight, straight, straight. What am I living my life for? What am I living my life for? I will pack my, I won't, I won't think to, oh, Father, once I'm sure, is the voice of God. I'm moving on. God said, I go to Togo. I'm moving straight. Some of us want that posh, that posh life, the posh environment. Many of us now, you are in church, but you are dying. Because the church now, if you, you don't have thousands of dollars, you are not noticed in your church. You are not recognized. A woman was crying to me days ago. Said to me, say, Pastor, do you know my pastor doesn't call me anymore? My, my leader doesn't call me anymore. What is the problem? Say, Pastor, I used to give cars in this church. We were part of the highest donors in this church. We had some issues. My husband fell sick. We lost our job and all of that. Our landlord is throwing us out. As I'm talking to you for the, you are the only person who have called me. My phone doesn't ring. My phone doesn't ring. You are the only person who have called me again and again for the past two weeks. My phone, nobody called, nobody knows me. All my friends have abandoned. Pastor, we, we give people houses. He said, we will build a house, we will dash people. We will build the house, we will give people as a gift. Okay, that house there, three bedroom is for you. That house there, as painters is yours. The one at Legon, that's how we give that house. He said, right now, nothing. 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 We've sold everything for sickness. My pastor doesn't call us anymore. He doesn't message nothing. My heart was broken. My heart was broken. So one day, sometimes, listen, some pastors will go to, go to hell because of senior pastor. Yeah. Some resident pastor will go to hell because of national pastor. Some will go to hell because of general overseer. Not because they, they've, they've put a burden. This branch must produce $1,000. And this is a branch where the members don't even have 20 Ghana cities. So the pastor have to pressure the members. The pastor will have to look for the rich people to entice them so that the $1,000 will come out and be able to meet up with what the headquarter or the senior pastor have demanded for. And at the, at the risk of going to hell, at the risk of going to hell, at the risk of going to hell, I've told everyone that follow me, I will tell you every day. When I say give, you are not led, you are not convinced. Leave it. 
stay your corner. And I tell God every day, please. May I not say what you did not say? May I not open, may I not open my say toss here the Lord when God didn't say it? God, that day, shut my mouth. Shut my mouth. Shut my mouth. Kindness I've lost to from church to it looks like you find more kindness now even in the world than in the church. You find more kindness now in the world than in the church. Please, I want to enjoy everyone here. Let's pick up, let's find the ministry of Jesus. All right? And pick it up and begin to fulfill. Part of the ministry of Jesus, we just read it the sick, those in prison, those who are hungry. Those who don't have clothes, it's part of the ministry of Jesus. Let's start, start an outreach this year. Let it be that your assignment is to go to prison. Not just don't just go there and preach. Take some water to them. Take some milo to them. Take some drink to them. Go to hospitals. You can partner with people. Look for friends. Look for people. It is not a big deal. You can just pay for one person. If it is Tiro, you could take the take Tiro to them. Take Tiro. And you don't need to put it on social media. It's not necessary. All this, you see all those nonsense going to um, your birthday, go to orphanage. You now snap innocent children because their father and their mother died. Innocent children. You now force them and snap them and post on Facebook and say, yeah, yeah, glory to God. You celebrated with them. What, what stupid celebrated with children? What kind of stupid thing is that? If you are posting it, okay, to teach other people, to encourage them, you know within your heart, it is to encourage other people that, hey, your birthday to go see these kids. They are not fine. They need help. That's different. But no, no. That because they lost their father and their mother, so they have now become um, a thing of show every year. You must carry frustrated gifts that is not even up to 2,000 Ghana cities. It's not even up to 2,000 Ghana cities. Carry it and gather gather innocent children out of their room and gather them, carry Tiro and this thing, snap and come and put on Facebook and say the birthday was a blast. That stupidity. If you won't give, get out. There are things we do eh, that generation will not be kind to us. Nature will not be kind to us. The future will not be kind to us. But listen, Thank God for God's mercy. You. Thank God for God's mercy. You don't know what will happen to your children. You don't know if you will go tomorrow. And God forbid, one of your child will be taken to that place. Another person will not carry them and go and snap. Let's, let's, let's just be kind and just be thanking God for his mercy. Let's be thanking God. You can still feed orphans without snapping picture. You can. I've sent people to go to orphanage several times. The reason why I ask them to get back picture, I've never shared one on Facebook. I shared on our WhatsApp platform because it was not only my money. And I do most of the highest donations. And money is always one of the highest. I tell other people, join me. Let's do this. So I have to make them post the picture. So that they will not think human being is strange. Some will say, that often we said, they said we should bring money for. Are you sure it's not pastor that is even hungry and not took the money? And since then, there was no, what is the proof? What is the proof? They went to offering. So I have to get me a picture. Bring it, share it. That's what I was basically with what I told. Say, Madam, share it on the platform so that others will see that this is what you guys have done. I don't go with them. I don't go with them because if I go with them, me, just forget all this fire, fire, fire. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm soft. I can start crying. 
if I go there see some situation, I can start crying. I can start crying. So I don't like to go to such places. No, 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 I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I just want to stay in my house. Just go give it to them. Let them feed. And let's 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 have our peace. I think after first fruit, we're gonna do some. February or March. Okay, March, March camp meeting. Everyone prepare yourself. We're gonna let's do something. Let's this time I don't think we'll go to orphanage. Orphanage because like they are chopping too much. Okay, everybody's not going to orphanage. Let's just see how we can get some people. Just if we have to cook some food or buy some snacks, let's have some people out on the street. You see those beggars on the street? You see those children who are begging on the road or prison? Take food. Just go. Let's share food for them. Make some, if it's 10 bags of rice, 20 bags of rice, cook it, make it, and just share it to people. Listen, this is not prophetic direction. Share it in 10 days and be rich. Whether I'm rich or not, I don't care. Let's just be kind. Let's stop all this nonsense. Am I saying if you do those directions, it won't work? It works, but must, it, must you do everything for profit? That's my question for you. Must everything be about profit? Must everything be about profit? Somebody wants a job. It has to be sex before job. A student who has write, wrote their exam, they passed. You are a lecturer, you have to block them. It has to be sex before greed. Somebody, God have lifted you that suffered, suffered, look for job. Now you are at the top. Somebody wants a job. You are telling the person to come and pay money. A job that the salary is 2,000 Ghana. You are asking somebody to go and bring 10,000. Are you not wicked? Tell me the difference between you and the devil. Just because you didn't add, add it to your name. No, tell me. What's the difference? A job that somebody will be paid 2,000 Ghana per month. Some thousand cry. Say they should go and bring 15,000 Ghana cities so that you do protocol. And some will collect the money. They will not do the job. And you expect to enter heaven. And some are deacons in church. Some are deacons in church. Some are elders in church. With their bare hair that look like where train is passing. And they expect to go to heaven. God is watching. God is watching. God is watching.